Okay. Okay. We're ready. Thank you for letting me into the booth today, Eric. Hey, Sorry, everybody. I didn't remember the secret password last week. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich, and this is Piers Ray. I'm, yes, Piers Ray. Still Piers Ray. Whether I know a secret password to get into the sound booth or not. Um, well, you know. Okay, so for listeners who haven't heard the show before, this is uh, Podcast vs. Podcast. podcast. It's a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other. Uh, we're hoping to find a good idea for a podcast we can do together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's been a tough go so far, but uh, every episode we pitch podcasts to each other and we vote at the end. Um, and whichever show gets the most votes is going to be our new show. Mm-hmm. Actually, it has to be unanimous, I think. It has to be unanimous. Yeah. Uh, since since I ate our our local Micronation Charter, I, yeah. I and I do for the last time, this is going to be the last time I apologize for okay. doing that. I, you, I was desperate. Um, we have been slowly be rebuilding our laws here in Podcast versus yeah. Podcast Land, and we the only law we've been able to agree on is that we do need to unanimously agree. Yeah. Now, there's no um, distinction when there's two people uh, voting. There's no distinction between unanimous and most votes. Yeah. But uh, I, it's in our soul. It feels different. It feels like we have to agree, yeah. which is, to me, like a, a human-to-human connection. Yeah, which is the same with two two votes is the most votes. Yes, I know. I, I get what you're saying. But, but we, there's... you can vote for the same thing and not agree. Right. You know I what I mean? See. Yeah. Like... Um, anyways, last week, uh, Pierce missed some episodes. Um, he didn't uh, have I, the password. I had a password. I had the password you gave me. Well, I had, hold on. No, you gave me a password. So now. Okay. Well, I, now, I, I now know. Now I'm starting to see what the problem is. I now know. I understand that that was actually you that showed up on Friday. Yeah. Um, but you didn't have the password that you gave me, which I won't say on the air. So that no, but no listeners. I appreciate can... that. We can reuse that password at a later yeah. date. But that's why we have the password system. Well, so I that, so that there's no imposters getting into the booth. Okay, maybe I came in a little hot here. Okay, I used the password you gave me, Mega Four Twenty, <laughs> and I just I don't. What was that for? Mega Four Twenty. It's like the the you know Four Twenty is a me, the weed number. Yeah, like mega size it. I thought, so extra Four Twenty. I thought you were insulting me. Because you know I like to smoke weed. <laughs> and, you were, and you were like, here's your password, condescension, you, mega 420, that's you. You weed smoker. You, you pot man. You weed user. But huh. I I thought we, you were supposed to give use the password that you gave to me. I have to admit, I immediately, I gave you that password. I had just smoked some mega weed, and I immediately forgot giving you that password. So I think what happened was um, you gave me a password, and right. I said, okay, I'll give you a password. And that was my password for you to know that whether or not I was an imposter. But you thought I was saying, no, that per- password doesn't count. We're using this password instead. And I appreciate you okay. just like immediately saying like, okay, well, if Eric wants to pick the password, then I'll let him pick the password. I, and I apologize for being, it's, you know. You know what? We're both a little bit in the wrong here. A lot of miscommunications. Big thanks to Sean Fine for coming out, filling in for me. Yeah. Uh, uh Came in uh, over over this over the over the wire. Well, yeah. If you'd opened the sound booth to let him in, I would have been able to get access to the booth. Yeah, I mean, so he had to sit outside and record the episode. Did you edit out? Could you hear? Did like did the mics pick up me hammering on the door? That took a lot of work to edit out. Thank you, thank you. Because I did feel I remember thinking at the time 
I can see him recording. He's making something in there. Uh, all right. Well, before we get down to pitching some podcasts today, Eric, I just have one last question for yeah. you. What is the password Mega424? I, I, no, I, it's, that's for if, if you're in the booth yes. and I come up to oh, the booth. Oh, that's for you to get it. That's for me to say, okay, I'll tell you Mega420. Okay. I'm going to try real hard to remember that. I'm going to try real hard to okay. remember that. I promise you, I will try my hardest. But the, you know that I'm not an imposter if I if I tell you Mega 420. Although I, I know I, that now. We need to pick up a new one now. Why? Oh, Because it, everyone's going to hear this. Okay. Unless I'm going to go out and bleep out every instance of Mega 420, which I'm probably not going to do. Okay. I'm going to pitch you a new password. Okay. 420 Mega. Mm, you know what? Do it off the air. Because ah. that's a perfect pod, uh, uh, password. All but... right. I'll... I'm going to pitch a podcast to you. Please. It's called Password Generator. Okay. And this should be a podcast where um, anybody who needs a new password for an email thing or like their work login or something, sometimes it's difficult to to come up with a password, right? Because right. you want to pick something that you're going to remember. You want it to be unique. You don't want to be using the same password for multiple uh, things. Mm-hmm. Which is bad security-wise because someone just needs to crack one of them and then they know, okay, so now I can use their Netflix, I can log into their iTunes, I can log into Twitch and impersonate them on Twitch. I can game as them. Or you can go into people's, like, and comment as them and people will be like... Oh, the worst crime of all. Yeah. Um, But you you want it to be unique, you want it to be something memorable, and you want it to, like, pass their their password strength filter right but also be something something they won't have to write down because writing it down is against past practices in my mind yeah if someone breaks into your house and they find your uh your list of passwords they can go they can get onto twitch they can subscribe to any twitch streamer they want they can go to like they can go on to red flag deals and totally mess up your preferences (laughs) that's right they can change your shipping address that you'll have to change it back if you want to order something. Ugh. So I, if somebody broke into my Amazon.ca account and messed my recommendation shop up, I would have a heart attack. How are the algorithms, algorithms supposed to market toward you if, <laughs> if, 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 some, if some hackers out there uh, looking at different things that you aren't interested in buying? That's actually, by the way, folks, that's a really good way to tell if you've been hacked is when you're on a website and those Amazon ads come up in the banners – if it's not something you're interested in, you've been hacked. Someone's on call there. Call the police. <laughs> call. Put the computer down. <laughs> Make sure you use 911, not the actual police number. Yes. Emergency number, not police number. Um, you know what? I have the perfect candidate for this show. I, I know what our first episode would be. Okay. Former guest of the show, sound editor extraordinaire. You know him from a bunch of CW shows. He refuses to come back mm. because we probably he's shouldn't say his name. Miguel Arujo. <laughs> Okay, should I bleep his name out? Why? Okay, all right. You can bleep, tell you what, bleep out, let's call him just Miguel A. Okay. Or M. Arujo. Okay. Okay. We, we got to decide. All right. Well, I'll say Miguel A. And I will say M. Arujo. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure I'm saying his last name correctly. I, I've known him for years, and I am I still feel like I'm fucking it up. Well, you don't normally say people's last names, unless you're like a frat guy. I say it like if I see someone for the first time in a long time. Like if I hadn't seen you in a year and I like saw you across a crowded food court, I'd probably go, Eric Yovanovich. 
You old so and so. As I walk across, like through tables to get to you. Um, I don't like that. I know you don't. Please but, don't do that. Well, that's a weird well, thing to do. I, I not if I'm overcome with emotion. <laughs> okay, right. if you're overcome with emotion, I can understand if you. This is the big difference need to between, use my last name. between yeah. you and me. Is I'm I'm full of emotions. So we, you're saying that we need to f- come with a, a password for Miguel? Yeah, basically. What, basically, what happened is he got a uh, a dating. Uh, you, sorry, please, Emma Rujo, and he got a uh, email, like a blind email from a Russian dating site. Mm-hmm. So some someone had like one of one of those data breaches, and they happen every day, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his email had been stolen, probably sold off to a dating site. So he got one in his spam filter, and he's like, and he's like, what do I do about this? And he's like, I'm just gonna go to the website and and like unsubscribe. And I'm like, there's an just there's an unsubscribe button. And, and he too late. He's already clicked the email. And so he went through the site and he's like, I don't see a button to unsubscribe. And <laughs> so he closed it. But the damage was already done. And now he gets flooded with like hundreds of emails from like Russian dating site, Chinese yeah. dating site, North Korean dating site. Like all these weird niche dating sites are yeah. sending him like fake matches. And you know they're fake. Well, they're not real people. No, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes they'll have like uh, a real person. They'll take a real person's profile or something, but it's not. Yeah. It's not a real match. No, it's a bot, or more likely, it's someone just posing, catfishing you. Yeah. Trying to get you to pay to bring them overseas. Um, I, I was, I was always uh, when I lived in Whitehorse, I was always very amused by those like um fake ads like hey uh this this uh hot lady 23 years old uh in whitehorse is only two miles away from you right. and there's a picture and there's like palm trees in the background and you're like i don't think so don't think so. doubt like, it like that could just be from her trip to la sure yeah. you know how there's that express flight from whitehorse to la yeah yeah, yeah yeah she took a trip to la and then went into an apartment and took a Took a photo with uh, with palm trees in the background at the window. Frankly, that that does not tweak me so much, because people on dating sites do have those kind of photos oh, as, really? the, as their mains. A lot of the like a lot of people take their best photos on vacation. You don't take a, necessarily a lot of photos of yourself day to day. I know I don't. Mm, I mean, I some see, people yeah. do. Some people some do, people a, lot, do yeah. a lot, a lot, but not me. I'm not a egomaniac. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so I could see that being believable, but also in Whitehorse, I feel like you know everybody. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm pretty sure someone this attractive, I would have, I would have seen her before. Yeah, like I've lived here years, and she would not be single. Uh, I mean, maybe she's single. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. Maybe I don't know. Are dating I mean, apps big in Whitehorse? Um, I don't. I haven't lived there since dating apps sort of like got onto the scene. Right. I did meet uh, one of my girlfriends um, uh, on a on a Facebook thing. Like it's, I guess it's an app. It's a Facebook app. Okay. It's just like not on your. It's not like Tinder. Mm-hmm. It's like a Facebook thing that, it's it's the same sort of thing. It's like, are you interested in this person? Yeah. And then you click yes, and then if you both clicked yes, then it's like, hey, you two are both clicked yes on each other. Why don't you uh, go out? And so we did. Oh, that's interesting. Um, it's not that interesting. I think it's nice. I like little romantic stories like that. Are you still together? No, we're not. <laughs> we're not still together. Um, she actually, 
uh, I, I, I intru- like I went out, uh, with her and a friend Yeah. and, um, a couple weeks later she broke up with me to be with that friend and oh. they're married now Get <laughs> and they out have of kids. Town. Yeah. That's, it's like true love. That's actually kind of amazing. It's yeah. You were the facilitator. Yeah. Um, so our relationship didn't go anywhere, but because of me, she met her husband, which I think is pretty cool. That's pretty. Are you guys still all friends? No, not really. I wasn't like close friends with him in the first place. But if you like ran into each other at a coffee shop, you'd say hi. Yeah. And we, we've hung out since, um, not since they got married, but since they've, uh, since they started dating. Wow. Which was a little awkward for me, but uh, it, it yeah. was a little, a little soon after. But it's still okay. Right. It's still you. Good for you, man. Good, good for you. Good. For, good You're for really them. Really rolling with the punches. Um, I'm extremely good at rolling with the punches. Do you have a podcast pitch me? Um, I do. It's it's called White Horse Singles, mm. and uh, I think that dating apps really only work in uh, in bigger cities where it's harder to meet people. Vancouver, especially, I find it very hard to meet people here. It's tough to like, it's tough to find like these group activities where you can just go out and mingle with people without, have you, God, have you ever had to do this, Eric? Have you ever had to go out and just like, because usually you meet people through work, you meet them through school. Those are the most common ways that people meet their partners. When you say, have I ever had to do this? What do you mean? Sorry. Like, like, have I ever, have you ever wanted to date and you're just like looking for like where where are the singles mixers? Where are the social gatherings? Um, Things like that. Yeah, there was a time like I was on OK Cupid a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think after school before dating Fran. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a couple of times I went to a bar and was like, maybe I should like this is normal people go to a bar and they meet uh, uh they meet a romantic partner at the bar like yeah. that's a thing that normal people do i should try and do that right and that's not a don't even try to do that that's weird and it, it feels weird right yeah it's it feels weird and it doesn't make any sense it feels forced and just it's not comfortable now that we have the internet it seems wild to me that people used to like go to a bar and like i'm just going to walk up to someone and start a relationship yeah, well, at least start a conversation. Well, yes, but the, which is the whole thing is like, like there's whole bars where the whole point is to go in there. But and isn't that the same as OKQ? But it's just a website where the whole point is to go in there and start conversations with strangers. But you don't have to like walk up to them. Like you send them a message. <laughs> yes, it's a little less daunting. Also, and also, there's also the wall of like seeing mutual likes. So yeah. you're like, ah, okay, I'm not going to offend this person. That's always my big concern, is I don't want to offend people. So there's, <laughs> I don't want to be a, I don't want to be some random creep. Um, I want to go have a conversation with somebody who's like, I'm interested in talking to that person. Yeah, like there's there's a computer system that's like putting you together. That's like, okay, this kind per- of they like this movie. This they like this movie. Let's let's see. This is an option for you. Right. And then right. we could talk I mean, about, it, like, it, hey, I, you're the only person I know who likes that movie. Here's the thing, though. It rates those. That's true. It gives you, like, it gives you a list of conversation starters. Yeah. It gives you so many advantages to just talking to someone like a human being. Yeah. Although, looking at messages people get on OkCupid, most people choose not to take advantage of those advantages. <laughs> it's, it's a shame. It's a, da- it's a damn shame. It, they make it so simple, and most people still can't get it right. Um, I'm actually going to change the name of this podcast. It's called Small Town Singles. And what it's inspired by is a date I went on recently where uh, the woman was from France, and she was telling me about this island her mother lives on in France where 
Uh, Where the ladies don't wear pants. Uh, she did mention that, and I, I chose to ignore it. I chose to ignore okay. it. I but she told you another bit of information about this island. Yes. Apparently, the radio stations there, uh, it's like very small town radio, maybe like 10,000 people on yeah. the island. 10, 20,000 on the entire island. Okay. And so they have uh, kind of like, they don't really use OkCupid okay or something, because it's such a small town. Yeah. You don't know all, like, and a lot of the single people are older. Yeah. But they do have... Anyone can call into the radio station, and they have, like, live singles on the radio. So people will call in and be like, yeah, I'm so-and-so. I'm lonely. I'm looking to meet someone like this or that yeah. or whatever. Apparently, it works like a charm. People wow. are meeting people. It's great. Also, because it's got this small-town vibe to it, people will call in with news about what's going on around town. So, like, someone will call in and be like, oh, there's this crazy drunk guy just wandering down Main Street and then someone else will call in from further down and be like yeah he's over here now <laughs> <laughs> which That's... I think is awesome that's fantastic. So this would be a podcast uh, where we'd go from small town to small town, probably spend a season on each small town just getting to know people, and they can call in and let us know if they're looking for love, and we're going to help them match up. We're going to we're going to just we're going to we're really going to drill into these small towns, help people find love. Hmm. I don't, what is our like? What are we doing? Facilitating conversation, keeping track of every single who calls in, and keep putting their story out there. But Checking it, in with these people, did they find love? Like we're telling stories of romance. Okay, so we're tell. Okay, we're we are storytellers. Okay, but that's how people find each other. We put their story out there. People are curious. They find them awesome. I'm just saying, like it doesn't sound like we are telling much story. It sounds like we're like, hey, so if anyone's single, call us in. So here's someone who called in. Mm, but you got to interview those people. Oh, uh, right. Like okay. somebody calls in. They're going to be a little bit nervous. Right. They're going to have a few things to say. Hi, my say, name's Eric. Yeah. Uh, I used to date a girl once, but then she, I took her out with a friend, and now they're married. <laughs> um, and I would say, okay, so Eric, what is your favorite video game of all time? And then Eric would say his favorite video game. And I would say, like, okay, okay, that sounds pretty good. Um, so if any ladies are out there uh, who enjoy that video game. Anyone out there who loves Mega Man X? Yeah, anyone who loves Mega Man X. Or if there's anybody out there who prefers Mega Man X 2 to Mega Man X. Um, that would be even better because that's my be wild. favorite game. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference? Here's And here's a question I would ask. If yeah. you were the guy in Whitehorse calling in, I would say, what is the difference between Mega Man X and Mega Man X 2? <laughs> I wonder if it would be worth the time to explain it, and I don't think it would be. It would give great insight into your character, though. Like, if it's important enough right. for you to make this... First of all, it's important enough for you. Yeah. Like, you love video games. Great choice. They're an amazing art form. So you're a great choice. Great choice. I had, to, I had to choose between liking painting, or, sculpture, or video games. And you chose video games. Not bad. <laughs> Pretty good. Don't know a lot of interactive sculptures or paintings. Um, More sculptures than paintings. I feel like video games are the most interactive. Paintings are the, the least interactive. And sculptures yeah. are that sweet middle ground. Some sculptures have a like a button on the back that you can press, and it like makes the sculpture swing a sword or something. Right, or it's it, a like, kinetic sculpture. Or like you press a button on the back of the sculpture, and like Batman shoots a batarang. I feel like. Hold on a second. <laughs> I feel like you're talking about small plastic sculptures yeah i see those are my favorite kind. those are my favorite types of sculptures <laughs> i guess you can interact with some paintings like when they're compiled into a book and they tell a story like about a man who dresses up as a bat to fight crime <laughs> right that's right. a pretty good type of painting um, or like magic eye paintings 
<laughs> where you unscrew your eyes and then you look at the center and suddenly a man in a bat costume appears. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Those and are then it's like, good. why is he in a bat costume? Because oh, criminals are a superstitious lot. <clears throat> I think a so. cowardly and superstitious yeah. lot. Um, it's you know what? I'm turned around. I think I like this podcast. And I think yeah. I'm going to vote for it. Really? Yeah. I think mm. it's the best podcast you've ever pitched. <laughs> I, I know for a fact that's not true. Uh, what about all those podcasts where I'm running a restaurant off a tugboat? That's. I think that genre is a little played out. I think it was interesting when it was introduced. I. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. I think that's a great genre. I think that I have many more great restaurant ideas to come, and I'm not going to let you naysay me out of pitching them. Okay. Uh, what was your pitch? The Forgettable Show? It was... It's about p- passwords. Password generator. Oh, I still need to get Miguel that password. Uh, yeah, we got to get him a new password. Emma Rougeau. At Hotmail.com. Emma Rougeau at Hotmail.com. Yeah, um... Uh, I'm sorry, I gotta vote for your show because Miguel is just getting flooded with these emails and I owe him a password. <laughs> hey, no apologies necessary. Okay. It's, a, uh, it's a it's a valiant uh reason. This is the best disagreement I think we've ever had. Yeah. This is the like we're both enthused about each other's ideas. Yeah. We both see a clear need. It's uh, too bad we both had such good ideas because we now we can't do either of them. <sighs> I think ideally this show so so often it happens that both of us has, have really shitty ideas, um, or both of us I, have really good ideas. Right. But uh, what we really need is yeah. for one of us to have a good idea and the other one to not, so we can both well, vote I for mean, the good idea. I I don't. When you say we both have shitty ideas, I don't actually know what you're talking about. Mm. Like. Which of my ideas is bad to you? You know what? Don't answer that. We don't have time. We don't have time to get into this. I'm just going to say that my ideas are good to me, and Eric is wrong. Okay. And if you disagree with that statement, you should go back, listen to all the episodes, listen to every single episode, and then you come to me and you tell me which of my ideas were bad. I look forward to it. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.